Take two. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I got to Okay, why is it so big? I'm gonna. That's what she, she said. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I okay. said it first. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us for the PebCAC podcast, a weekly information security show featuring some all-around good people. It is week seven of 2024. I'm Chris Louie, and oh my gosh, I am glad to have the lights on again. We went. 56 hours without power and getting a taste of what Ukraine went through in 2014 and 2016 was not so pleasant. With me, I have my co-host, the Cloud God, who never has to worry about blackouts because he got his power walls when Tesla had their act together. How dare you forget about Texas? They had the most devastating blackout that I can remember. And you're over here crying about the Ukraine again. I don't know about you, Chris. Yeah, why are you crying about Ukraine? And you weren't getting bombed at. You just lost electricity. Well, then again, you do have crap bombs all over San Francisco that you have to get around. Well, 2014 and 2016 were the two years they had massive cyber attacks in the middle of winter that shut down their power grid, not getting oh, bombed the crap out that, of them. That, that, that event. I gotcha. <laughs> oh, I see that you tied the power outage to cybersecurity. That's yeah. brilliant for the yeah. podcast. You're as sharp as a marble, <laughs> but yes. <clears throat> My head's shiny as one as well. <laughs> and we have Glenn Medina, or should we call him Gas Generator Glenn or GGG? Well, what is that, like the second or third time I've offered you a generator? It might be time for you to actually go buy one, Mr. Cheapskate. What the heck is going on? To his credit, Glenn did offer to drive down his gas generator so I could at least plug in my water heater and take a warm shower and just like i tell everybody like i don't need a generator i don't need more backups things i have my power walls on order i ordered them probably over a year ago at this point just tesla cannot get their act together to get the permits or get them installed so have you thought of like a different brand maybe not necessarily once tesla once you get them the inverter is going to blow up so then you got to wait six more months yeah like like sure, brian that, that actually happened to brian did yeah. go out <laughs> That yeah, that that sucked. It was a rough. In in the crazy part was when the the inverter took a dump. The I was basically generating nothing, and so the solar power. I'm sorry, the electric company refused to put me back onto the quote unquote grid price. So I was like just surging, like I had out of control electricity bills. It was wild for for eight months, and I kept calling Tesla. I'm like, where is it? They're like. Uh, it's in a barge in, in China somewhere. We're not too sure. I'm like, damn, man. But the, the fact that the electric company wouldn't move you because of the incident, that sounds ridiculous. That's that's not a good practice. Shady business it practices, is. I tell you. Yeah, all utility but, companies, pretty shady. Chris, you just need a cyber truck, and then you could power your house with it. Yeah, or the F one fifty Lightning. If oh, I had that, I then to. I could have plugged my house in for a yeah, bit. Yeah, all for about two hours. Well, how right? about how about this? <laughs> Buy a Generac, mm -hmm. uh, power generator. That's that's a great company. I'll plug them. They're good. I like them. My parents got them. All right, six more months, and then I'll cave in. And I'll buy a Generac, Brian, <laughs> because they actually have there service <laughs> and a warranty. Our guest this week is Kobe Caputo, Mr. Bootcamp MVP himself. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. You got it. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You're officially the youngest looking person ever on the podcast. Yeah, I thought I, 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 wait thought a minute. I thought I was, I was that guy. What are you talking about, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the oldest old, or the, you're, you're the youngest old looking person. Youngest old person? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if we have this 18 year old knockout on the podcast right now let's go kobe <laughs> well thank you kindly there was a lot of competition for mvp so it you know it's not because i'm the youngest right just the brightest <laughs> thank you not as bright as your oh, Definitely oh not that bright. i like him already <laughs> <It> starts yeah <laughs> so for those of you that don't know kobe won bootcamp mvp despite him being a zscaler admin for two years at a customer before joining us at zscaler i think that's a bit unfair that he won that award it's like putting michael jordan in his prime up against glenn today on a one one-on-one -on -one basketball game you're trying to say that i can't play basketball it was a good 
That could have been yeah. a good plug for Kobe because Kobe, you know. Yeah, not a Kobe fan. Only a no. Kobe Caputo fan. There you go. It's the name. Bright as did they say it right? Bright jokes. It's, is yeah. it Kobe or Colby? Kobe. However yeah. you want to say it. I like Kobe. We can sit. That's how it is for okay. the rest of the podcast. Kobe. Kobe. Sounds very high Kobe. society. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe beef. Yeah. Absolutely. Were you named after him? Oh man. Could you be his son? No. From Colorado. Do you ever do you ever kiss your wife and say take this Kobe beef a little slice that tongue in there? I will tonight. There you go. Uh, Kobe picking up some new moves from Brian. (laughs) I do have to be careful about what I say because Brian does live close to me, so he is. He could always come over here. I'm a man of peace nowadays. Good. He no longer embraces violence. No, that's a lie. We love it. <laughs> Programming note, having no power and no internet access is why the show was delayed in getting out last week. Assuming no more blackouts, your new episodes should be waiting for you every Monday morning when you wake up. Be sure to subscribe to make sure you always get the latest episodes. Combined, we have decades of information security experience here, not just to educate, but to entertain. We've got Four awesome stories for this week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I got to go back. So decades and two yeah. years because Kobe's so new <laughs> to IT. Yeah, I don't add very much to that. I is it even two or is it's it two okay. months? <laughs> so I, I got to ask, Chris, during your power outage, you sent us a map of the outage. It looked like literally your road and the connecting road, and it was that was it. Like, how, did, how does PG&E or whoever services your electricity screw up that bad that it's just one road? I know. It, it seemed like an F you in particular situation. Yeah, Most, yeah it was the Russians. Mo- <laughs> Most of San Mateo County was out of power. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but we got text alerts from all the schools and the, the municipality that says you know, massive power outages. Some were quicker to get back online than... Others, my old house actually got power at least like 18 hours before my current place got power. And it had to do with how the power grid was set up. I have an easement in my backyard that runs power lines. And apparently a tree fell on those power lines that only served this like little strip of the street. Because my neighbor across the street got power like 12 hours before me. But they had Pause. To... Pause. Not only did you buy a house... It took two years to get fixed, but your house is also under power lines? <laughs> Near power lines, not mm, under. Sounds like it's under. Yeah. Sounds like it's under. I, you, you, you know what I'm going to start doing, wow. uh, Brian? Is there lead paint and asbestos, yeah. too? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start buying extra generators, and then whenever this happens, I'm just going to drive around and, and have them for rent or for sale off the back of my pickup. You should, especially hey, since uh, California's going to ban gas generators yeah, no soon, too. Better stock up now. Wait. Just put one in Chris's garage, and then every time he needs to use it, charge yeah, him for there it. There you go. <laughs> Generator as a service. He'll probably use it more than he exactly. thinks. I think, yeah. I think I remember seeing Kobe doing that with toilet paper at the beginning of COVID. Just, He's just standing outside of the garage. In a box truck. $600 a roll. Blasting loud music in the neighborhoods. It's on That's toilet right. paper. Yeah, that makes sense. So I before we actually get into it, I have a question. Because uh, I asked the other boys here. They did not know. Or at least... Uh, Glenn didn't ask. Do you happen to know, Kobe, what a glowy is? A glowy? Yeah. Have you ever heard that? No. So my my son turned me on to this, and it's it's a way of saying like how you identify like the three letter agencies. They're glowies. So what actually happened was there's this dude. Uh, his name was Terry Davis that graduated from ASU. Super bright dude. He was he he basically wrote his own like kernel. OS compiler on all that stuff. And then he ended up like having like schizophrenia or something like that. And he was recorded as saying, if you see a glowy in the road, it's a, it's basically like a CIA agent and just run him over. And then I think I forget how he met his <laughs> oh, demise, no. but so <clears throat> he, yeah, he didn't make it past 2018, but I think he would have been thrilled with the whole debacle. But yeah, like he was a crazy person that was from Arizona. So. It was called Temple OS. 
Yeah. Oh. Temple OS. I've heard of Temple OS actually. He was the yeah. founder. Looking for Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Today I learned, Brian. That today I learned. So Glowy is a member of a three-letter agency. That... Yeah. So if you see them, they're if they're if if they're glowing in the middle of the night, you just run them right over. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> That's uh, that's what the the other gentleman said. That's not advice that we're actually giving our audience. Do not run people over Ooh. intentionally. That's, a, that's a generally a bad thing. <clears throat> so there's a. I didn't read the entire. Uh, what is this Wikipedia article? And I was about to read it out to you guys out loud. We'll let every, everyone else do this. But he claimed that the CIA. I have it <laughs> highlighted here for you guys. So the term okay. glowy. <laughs> So who knew? Now we yeah. know. Good to know. All right. Yeah, that's definitely not podcast safe. No, but you just Inspired run them over. So... Temple run. Yeah, apparently, All right. right? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, Brian. To kick off the show. This week, we're going to talk about a botnet in your mouth, the impact of malware in hospitals. For our third topic, the State Department clamps down on spyware and close with grown-up talk. For our first topic, this story is so boneheaded, I just had to include it in this week's show. And a couple of people actually said it to me, so it, it sounds like our audience wants to hear about it anyway. We've often talked about DDoS attacks and how every year there's a more powerful DDoS attack than the year before, and it's usually higher by orders of magnitude. That's, you know, DDoS attack is when you take a whole bunch of infected endpoints and a lot of junk traffic to your, your target, and then you essentially knock them offline. So out of Switzerland, over 3 million smart toothbrushes have been identified as vulnerable and infected with a botnet. That botnet pointed said junk traffic at the website of a Swiss firm, unidentified at this time, and knocked their corporate website offline for a period of time, resulting in millions of euros in lost business. The source of the vulnerability is the Java-based operating system that runs on the toothbrushes. Internet-connected toothbrushes are used to help people track their oral hygiene and give tips on how to improve their brushing. No word on who makes these vulnerable toothbrushes, but as always with IoT devices, the S stands for secure. Mm, I think it stands for the stuff that goes in the toilet. <laughs> this reminds me of, uh, like, the remember Austin Powers when they're doing the stuff? They're like, it's a big old hairy dong. Like, it was like... But all the puns that are going yeah. on, I'm sure when they're like getting attacked, they're like, "What's going on?" It's like it's a it's a botnet of toothbrushes, and like they're you got to be kidding me. That's not really like actually happening, right? No, it really is. That's it really is. that's amazing. <laughs> a botnet of these smart toothbrushes. Not so smart after all. The fact your toothbrush is more powerful than what sent astronauts to space. <laughs> now we're now we're getting into that argument. That's good. yeah. Yet people still get cavities. So I'm telling you, yeah. you don't need an electric toothbrush to, to not get cavities. You can do that just by brushing your teeth with a regular toothbrush. And brushing your palate. I don't know, man. Do you guys have a smart, like, well, do you guys even have an electric toothbrush or are you just like the old school yeah, brush so until that thing comes actually... flat and then, then throw it out and get a new one? <laughs> This reminds me of the beginning of this last year in 2023, my wife and I got married. And so we went through like all of our stuff and threw stuff away that was old and used it as an excuse to buy new things. And one of the things that we got was this two pack of smart toothbrushes at Costco. And we went to kind of pull them out. And there was this thing like, uh, you know, download our app and you can see like how well you're brushing, right? Exactly like this. And my wife was like, oh, this is really, this is really interesting. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, I don't want my toothbrush connected to my phone. <laughs> she started going through the, like the setup for the app. And it was like, we need permission to sync with your contacts. We need permission to see your location. We need access to your Wi-Fi networks. We need, and I was like, no, uh, no. return. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. Is that so, an Android uh, app? It uh, it was an iPhone app, but I wow. I got the Android one at first too, and that's how I saw all the sync stuff. So boo, Android guy, make fun of him, everyone. Ah. Boo, <laughs> green bubble. What a loser! Come on. <laughs> yeah, good luck. So the only thing you have going for you is that you shop at Costco like the rest of us. So that's cool. So how much do you buy? Did you have to have a membership at Costco? I like 
toilet paper? What are you, what are you doing? Like Surprise, the Yes, it was all the toilet paper back when COVID happened, uh, <laughs> and I was handing it all out to people in a, in okay. a box truck. Yeah. Selling it for a hundred dollars a roll. <laughs> yeah, <you> for, <laughs> per roll. Yes. Scalping yeah. it. Yeah, we actually we shop at Costco a lot more than we should. It's I don't think I've ever left with like a three hundred dollar or less bill. Yeah, really you're just two people. We've talked about it on the show with our yeah, families. It's just my wife it's and I. Impossible to leave with a bill under three hundred bucks. No, Glenn has proved to us that he can go there, pick up a rotisserie chicken right. and a slice of pizza right. and a bag of ice for less than fifteen bucks. Like it's yeah. just, I'm bored. I'm just gonna go to Costco, go walk and into eat it over the aisles. sink. See, I'm the kind of guy that likes to walk the aisles every single time, even though we just have one thing to get, and we'll leave with a couch. <laughs> like, yeah, I need that. Ooh, I need <laughs> My that. My wife, on the oh, other hand, that. yeah, she's like, hey, I'll wait in the car. I'm like, you're going to be waiting for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know. Going back to Kobe, Kobe's t- comment about what these apps need as far as data or connectivity, do you think anyone actually reads that? I mean, your wife is probably you know connected somehow and knowledgeable because of Illiterate. you but I oh. mean, you talk to my wife and she's like hey let's download that let's download that thing and let's turn it on what do you mean it's grabbing my contacts what's bad about that there's no one in my contacts list that's that important i'm like oh you're so wrong yeah i just want to fast forward six months into the future when she's like at the dentist and he's like, oh, you got a cavity. She's like, it's not possible. I got five stars on my app. I'm brushing my teeth. What do you mean? And then he's like, no, that's a lie. Your phone or your toothbrush texted me and told me yeah. that you didn't brush the, the right side of your face you, enough. You remember yeah. the time I told you that your breath your breath stunk? It's because you didn't brush your teeth for yeah, you right? missed that one session at night. So <laughs> It's all because you didn't sync your yes. contacts. How dare yeah. you? That's the culprit. Yeah. It's like to unlock all these features. Give us access to your Wi-Fi. Here's a crappy life hack. Have you guys been to the dentist recently where they start, they they check your gums and they just, they start reading out like five, five, four, four, five, five, two, one. If you got fives and fours, you can cut it bad. (laughs) No, no. Like uh, on this, a five is good, right? No, I know. Yeah. No, no. You're talking to the hygienist. (laughs) I used to do this in the military. So the numbers are one through five, one through five. Five is deep. One is shallow is is the numbers. Okay. I'm getting it backwards. Yeah. And uh, so I caught on to this and uh, like I was always flossing like all the time. And I was like, yeah, this is good. But it's always this one like crown that I have where it's always like it's a a high number, right? Whatever it is, one or five. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just stop flossing every single day. I'll floss once a week, but I'm going to take care of that one tooth all the time every single night. do that for six months come through everything's fine except for that one tooth i'm like i give up i don't understand like i'm neglecting everything else but this one tooth no matter what and it has something to do with like the way the crown goes over the gum or some yeah. crap but whatever I, I love it when 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 brian gets on a on a on a on a roll on something like betting his wife that he could eat uh 1200 was it 1200 calories a day on just skittles alone oh peanuts peanut, peanut, peanut m&ms, m&ms. that's what it, it was yeah I'm very competitive, apparently. I didn't know that about myself, but apparently, <laughs> as I now I want to do a 10k. Actually, you know what? Screw that noise. We should do an ultra marathon. Like, put your money where your mouth is, Chris. If you really think you're faster than me, then let's do like a 50 mile run and see who's got it. Yeah, I think we would probably both die if we tried to do a 50 mile run. No, I don't think so. I think we should try it. I think you're scared, and Victor's scared too. Colby, where are you at on this? I know, I know, Glenn's out. No thanks. I could be convinced. I, I could. Right. See, there's a real man right there. Nothing. Yeah. No offense, Glenn, but I think <laughs> about two years to train for it. But Victor's gonna be like, "No, I just want to go fast for a really short amount of time." I'm like that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a hundred I mean, meter sprint with you guys. Let's try a ten k or a half marathon first. Let's not go no. all out for the ultra. No, f- let's do a fifty. Like, I just think you're scared. You don't want to lose to me. That's why. Can I do it on a Segway? Yeah, one? we'll just George Costanza it. <laughs> hey guys, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, that's right. Let's go. I know, Brian. <laughs> Always me. I'm the one that put us back on the rails. You can blame it on the new guy. It's okay. Speaking of the new guy, for our second topic, we have a pair of ransomware stories, and they will be our ransomware stories of the week. 
Kobe came to us from a healthcare background, so he has unique perspective attacks on attacks in healthcare. The first story is a data breach at a French healthcare services via Metis, putting up to 20 million of their customers at risk. They had a data breach and leaked information that was stolen, includes beneficiaries, marital status, date of birth, social security number, name of health insurer, and guarantees open to third-party payment. So this is already pretty bad, 20 million records. So it wasn't all this stuff leaked out with Equifax back in the day anyways, so what are we worried about? I think this one was France. But doesn't Equifax service France too? They do not, primarily U.S. and a very little bit of the UK. Oh, wow. I'm just shocked that they even have social security numbers. Yeah, it's whatever their national ID equivalent is, I'm sure. Taking the old feather out of our cap. Always cop in America. This doesn't seem like big news, though, does it? 20 million? Yeah. But it's healthcare. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. I love how, too, they, they at the very top of the article, it said, oh, but it's okay. Driver's license weren't leaked. <laughs> oh, it's fine. My social security, date of birth, and all that stuff was. But I feel like you can find most of this stuff on Facebook anyway. So yeah. People freely post yeah. it there. It would be interesting yeah. if they found out like who's got ins- who's got what ailments, right? And they started posting that. Like they did that in Australia. Was it Med- Medibank? I think. Yeah. They, they started just posting people's personal info because they actually had real patient health records in that. Uh, that's ugly. Wouldn't it be crazy, like if you not to fat shame anybody, but let's just say that, like you have a friend. He's enormous, right? Like 400, 500 pounds. His medical information gets leaked, and he's at like perfect cholesterol, no, no high blood pressure, nothing. He's like, he's the epitome, like perfect lungs, liver health. You're just like, what the hell? I do not understand this whatsoever. It's glandular, Brian. <laughs> yeah. You, let me Google that. I'll be right back. Glandular. Cartman defense. I'm not fat. I'm big boned. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm big boned. Big boned. It's all muscle. Come on. All right. If you had an Asian mom, yeah, she would say husky. So, husky. We call it well-fed American here. Uh, yeah. All right. So my, here, here's my a Portuguese que- grandma. Says <laughs> that, so. so here's a question for for Kobe. Twenty yeah. million customer records. Number one, why did they not encrypt data at rest? And number two, how did they let twenty million records just fly out the front door? Yeah. So it's always. It's always really interesting to see these, especially non-United States-based ones, just with all of the regulations that, you know, the United States doesn't necessarily have. Um, but actually being in healthcare in a rather large healthcare, um, I was there for about three years, uh, 65,000-ish employees. Um, one of the big things that I saw was just the fear of change. And so, um, you know, obviously in, in companies, it's like, oh, we're going to lose a ton of money. Like, we don't want to lose a ton of money. So we're having change freezes. Uh, in healthcare, it was like, we don't want people to die. Like, w- we can't have somebody lose their life, right? And so there's no matter how many times you validate, no matter how many times you tell people, hey, we've tested this 100,000 times. It's going to work. We promise it's not going to hurt anything. There's still an incredible amount of pushback in healthcare. And so, you know, not knowing this company or, or what their, you know, internal politics are or things like that. That's kind of always, whenever I see a healthcare specific breach, it, it usually plays into something similar to that, which is, which is really interesting. But Somebody yeah. we worked with, uh, worked at a IP telephony company and they said a hospital used their IP telephony solution and, Sometimes this phone system would go down and cause problems in their ER. So like you said, when you have IT disruptions, like that's people's lives at risk. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I was in a call once and something that it was so simple. It was just like like blocking Tinder or something like that within uh within my organization and we're like, yeah, this is a no-brainer, absolutely, but let's just confirm, right? It went all the way up the chain, like all the way to the executives. And finally, someone was like, you know, here's all the things we've laid out. Like we spent days thinking about this. Here's the impact, right? And it's like, what are you talking about? That was just, we were just talking about doing something so simple. But in the minds of, you know, 
um, executives in healthcare or just healthcare in general, every little thing, what if it's a CDN, right? What if like Facebook, like if we block Facebook, how much else are we blocking? What kind of things aren't going to load on websites now? It's just, it, yeah, everything has a, an implication when it comes to healthcare. So what if, if it's right. all this resistance to change, right, is the indicator, like we don't want people to die, then what is the, the motivator to get them to actually do something different? Fines, money. Is it, does, do, you, money. do you have to get, do you have to get breached for you to be like, okay, we got to do something different. Is that really as simple as that? It's losing money, right? I mean, it's got to be more, it's got to be something that affects them personally, <clears throat> as opposed to, okay, yeah, the company got a fine. I got fired or now just like the whole, the whole thing with the Uber CISO getting arrested, right? Joe Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah. So you serve time for that stuff. It makes people think twice. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially now that, you know, when a company's breached, they can get reported before they can actually make a public statement about it. That's, that's going to be a big driver for change for sure. That's all, you know, the SEC filings and stuff like that. But I would say from what I've seen is, unfortunately, it takes a major event to, to have change. And um, the way that a lot of healthcare organizations see it is, hey, if things are, are functioning, if we're running and, you know, like like nothing is impacted, security, it doesn't concern us. And then, you know, we've started seeing that shift recently where, oh, yeah, they're, it's very real. Security is a big issue. And we've, we've started seeing some companies pay more attention to it for sure. I think that leads That's to rough. our second awesome story idea. here. <laughs> so our second story, and unfortunately this is happening all too often now, is that Lori's Children's Hospital System, they're a hospital out in Chicago, Illinois, they were forced to take their IT systems offline after a, quote, cyber attack. Now, what's the real risk of cyber here in the healthcare space? Because we've seen like real-world consequences where patients are turned away, emergency services are unavailable, things like, Lab orders, you would enter that into a computer and a doctor can just pull it up right away and, and see that data. But if your IT systems are down, you write that down by hand, you hand carry it to that doctor. That slows down care and introduces you know possible points of failure. I think it's already slow to begin with. I don't know how much slower it can be. So <laughs> it's... It's interesting you say that, Chris, because one of the things that a lot of a large healthcare, sometimes actually they're required to by law, but is to have a read-only version of their EMR, and it's it's updated every night. Then it's the most recent copy of the EMR, and every floor in the hospital will have you know one or two machines that are basically just this read-only version. Um, a critical problem to that, though, is they're still network connected. <laughs> and most times, they still have the same vulnerabilities as the rest of the network. So even though they're read-only, it's really only applicable in, like, a disaster recovery, like, hey, our data center, you know, went down sort of situation. Yeah, like, it fell off the earth, but we still have at least yeah. one copy of it yeah. here. Not a yeah. malicious attacker that spreads laterally throughout the network and just owns every network-connected computer. Exactly. I think the uh, the biggest con in the whole like hospital thing is is that the the urgent cares. I I've been to them. They're neither urgent nor is their cares. Like neither one of those things actually fit <laughs> the bill there. And and it, like or the reason why I think it's a con is like I think it's it's run by cons. Like everyone there has got like I hate the stereotype, but they do have some type of tattoo sleeve on the hands. Like they just got out of prison. They're working their way back into stuff, right? And I say this because one time the doctor, who probably wasn't a doctor, they referred to them as the <laughs> provider. I'm like, I'm here to talk to a doctor, but you're like, the provider will be here with you in a moment. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And like, it ended with, I could probably sell you a Z-back. And I'm like, don't you mean prescribe? Like, you're a doctor. Like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, you're going to sell me a Z-back? he was fired. Yeah. And I gave Ryan, them my personal that? information, by the way. I wrote it down on a piece of paper, social security number, everything is now just living out there in an urgent care. But at least you got your daily dose of hand sanitizer smell. So you got yeah. that going for you. Are you asking what their data retention policy is for your personal data, Brian? No, I, this is re retrospective. I just wasn't feeling well that day, but yeah. Kind of. It, All right, you get a pass. Was that like the fourth? <clears throat> time you got COVID and had to get checked out 
I've only had it twice, so. No, it was no, big deal. Officially, you only had it twice. No big deal. I'm not scared of it. I, you know what? I'll tell you what. Next time one of you buffoons get it, come over here and spit in my mouth. I'm not scared of it. I'm not going to be like Glenn. Challenge accepted. Huddled in a corner crying for my mom. I'll be fine. Now, Brian, that the last time you were in the hospital was because you drank whiskey on a on a customer event, a customer right? Call. Whiteboarding around Christmas. <laughs> no, no, I did not end up in the hospital at all. Last time I was in the hospital was for the, the whole heart thing. That was pretty wild. Yeah, at least you're fine from that now. Oh, yeah. That's good. Actually, we had the exact... I'm not going to give out our PHI, but Chris actually is the, the founder of, of this particular medical event. He had it before it me. He was the founder, yep. It was, I think I had that operation two months maybe after I joined Zscaler. So our insurance got a massive bill. And then I, they actually said the next year, if they said due to higher than expected claims the previous year, we're going to have to jack up everyone's healthcare rate. So I wow. probably contributed Chris ruined it for that. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> because of Chris. So that's not the first. Well, actually, that was the first time Chris ruined a great thing. The second time is uh, later on when he closed a massive deal so big that they had to put in a Chris Louis clause. Chris Louis rule, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the comp so plans twice. here. <laughs> that is true. That's a good problem to Although have. I, I, hopefully, you, hopefully we'll have a Kobe pine here some, one, uh, soon. Uh, yeah, we'll have the Kobe rule. Like, it, Isn't that That's an honor to have a rule named after you like that? Especially one made by HR. <laughs> That's You Brian. don't want that one. <laughs> Me? Maybe Glenn. Whoa, what are you talking about here? I'm the good old boy out of out of all of us. Says the guy with shirts yeah. that say, uh, "What does it say? Uh, embrace you violence." No <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. That was uh, what's that thing called Schlagheiden that you use uh, to generate videos? Or stable pictures? diffusion. Yeah, stable diffusion. It's, it's, it's all. <laughs> like I can't even By the way, what that's the trying to talk about. No. <laughs> that's the creepiest looking. Like podcast setup that you have that that thing created. Yeah, I love stable diffusion. I think it's so funny. Like just feeding it prompts and see what it comes up with. I mean, I'm doing that the person the podcast art. The person on the left is like literally two people. It's like or one person, two heads. Not that I'm shaming anyone that's like that. If you're a listener, come on the show. We'd love to have you. Yeah, but yeah, it's creepy looking. All right, for our third topic, I thought this was an interesting one where politics and cybersecurity meet. This week, Secretary of State Andrew Blinken, when he's not cleaning up the messes of our president, stated that the U.S. State Department will deny issuing U.S. visas for anyone affiliated with commercial spyware. Citing numerous examples of commercial spyware abuse used against political dissidents, activists, civil rights organizations, and opposition leaders, the U.S. wishes to punish people who are affiliated with this software. When you think of mercenary-grade spyware, people usually think of Israel's NSO group and their powerful Pegasus platform, but there are at least two other companies whose software have been used and been tied to human rights abuses. There's Intellexa from Greece and Cytrox from Macedonia, makers of the Predator software spyware platform. The U.S. has already banned the sale and use of these tools by U.S. law enforcement agencies, so this is another step in the U.S. is taking to punish these spyware makers until they clean up their act. I'm all for lawful surveillance, but these companies have been caught red-handed too many times where they have they have to know that their spyware is being used and abused, and that makes them culpable. So once again, like this is a great idea, I think. I don't really know, but it's like locking a screen door because like, how is this going to be enforced? They're like, yeah, when you come into the country and apply for a visa, just like staple your, your resume on there. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll leave out this whole like NSO line. You'll let me in, right? Okay, boom, in, suck it. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Deech, there's going to be a checkbox that they have to check. And if, <laughs> if they don't check the checkbox, then they're fine. That's... Are you a hacker? <laughs> Check. Well, no, then you can't get Check. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you committed? Yeah, exactly. It's the honor system. Do you system. have spyware in your backpack? No. no. I, I I love it. it's like those the self incriminating stuff. Like when you get pulled over, are there any drugs in the vehicle? 
<laughs> Who Maybe. actually answers yes to that? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Define drugs. It wasn't I mean, me. Sure there's, there's plenty of Florida man stories. I'm sure you can look up that. It says yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was like a Florida man story. I have to pull it up. It said there's a Florida man was caught with a bag. Like he had a bag and printed in big letters. This is bag full of drugs on the bag. And then there's actually drugs in the bag. <laughs> Like, that took me probable one. cause <clears throat> literally just yesterday where it was like a video of a person and they got they called the police and they're like this person's trying to steal my drugs like i was doing a drug deal and <laughs> they were trying to steal my drugs and the cop got there and is like do you realize how stupid you are <laughs> it's like or the the other one was i think it was also in florida surprise surprise they posted on Facebook that says, "Oh, there's there's meth going around that's laced with rat poison. Come and bring your meth into the police station. We'll test it for you. Make sure it's safe." And then, lo and behold, some people came into the police station with their meth, hoping to get it tested. Reminds me of that time I I accidentally ordered a mail order blade, but the M A L E. I was gonna send them back, but he, Sergio is so great with the kids, it kind of kept them around. <laughs> great for chores. Fair enough. <laughs> Does yard work, cleans the pool. Toilets never clogged. Life is good. We're boring, Glenn. Look at him. (laughs) I think the way this most likely will work is they'll create... Well, well, we already have something called the entities list. So if you belong to this entities list, you're a sanctioned person. Just similar how we stop like Russian oligarchs and stuff from sending money to them or having them come into the U.S. There's probably going to be a list of people affiliated with these. Spyware makers, how we get the list, I don't know. Maybe looked on LinkedIn. No fly list. Yeah. Here's a problem. No visa list. Here's a problem. Great intentions, but wrong on the the implementation. Just like fast track lanes, right? Uh, Poor poor execution. Yeah, poor execution, right? Just like, all right, it's just, (laughs) I can go on and on. It's just dumb. No, keep going. Yeah. It's like two. It's just like electric toothbrushes and connecting them to your phone, right? It's just it's just dumb. It's <laughs> that run yeah, that run Linux. It's just dumb. Java, yeah. run Java. Yeah. It's even worse. Come on. Just like, hey, I, we noticed that you're brushing your teeth, but it's three feet below where you normally should be brushing your teeth. Whoa, geolocation. Whoa, whoa. What are you doing here? <laughs> A GPS now, tracker can, can determine yeah. altitude, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody can figure out how to run a Minecraft server on a toothbrush, I'm all uh, yeah. for it. I'll be next level. I bet it's it's log for J. These toothbrushes are below uh. the log for J. There's a pun there, but I can't figure it out. Oh well. It's a botnet in your mouth, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's coming. Oh, I love one. that the noise cancellation on Zoom. Oh, just, just everyone's kind of smiling and. <laughs> oh God! I, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I don't even know where we take it from there. I know. Probably to our topic number four. <laughs> we t- topic number four. Yeah. Shut the door on that one. <clears throat> For our last topic, it'll be a rotating topic every week. This week, we're going to talk about what is the single most quote you'll understand it when you're older thing. This will be an interesting topic since we have a diversity of ages on here. As Brian mentioned, Kobe is the youngest on the podcast and he does not have kids. Glenn is the old man of the group and Brian has the most kids out of all of us, making me fall somewhere in the middle. Mm, I don't know about that. I got one. Go for it, it. Glenn. You wait till you have your own kids and you'll see what you're putting me through. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> that that phrase has Mine been is... used around the house as well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I tell my mom sorry all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand what you were saying. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. Like, sorry for being an SOB all those years. I finally understand. Yeah. Karma's come back. I, I got more. I told my mom that. I got more. I, I totally oh, get no. why you tell me to turn off the electricity and the, the, the lights in the room and not leave oh, them yeah, on all the time. in the room. Yep. <laughs> and Brian has been so, huge on that one. <laughs> I, I've uh, been huge on the, the power. Yeah, you've been putting auto shut off fans that only last oh, like yeah. two minutes or five minutes. So, <laughs> in the shower. Yeah, in, in the, the shower. <laughs> I, I found out that it, I, I love them a little bit more. Yeah. Unfortunately for my, my daughter that's still at home, 
the oldest, uh, she leaves the closet light fan or light, I'm sorry, the closet light on all the time. And I can't put a motion sensor there because it's on the outside of the room. So I don't want it turning on. And so I, I just, uh, I unplug her TV now and then hide the power cable because she just won't leave. She won't turn it off. I just get so annoyed by her. So I just said, and she's like, she, is this like a game of hide and mouse all the time? It's fun. I mean, maybe to me, to her, I'm sure it's probably a giant nuisance, but I do it all the time. I'm traumatizing her, but she'll understand when she's older, when she has put electric t- bills to pay. Why don't you put a timer on there? She turns it on, it lasts five minutes and it's off. Mm-hmm. And then charge her for it. So yeah. buy the timer and charge her later. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Meter it. Yeah. Just put a pressure switch. So when they op- the door opens, the closet light turns on. When the door closes, you five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes to shower. Light turns yeah. off. <laughs> no, I like messing with her. I like taking her power to her TV. <laughs> I think you enjoy that yeah, more than the dad the... dominance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for right, me mine was oh go ahead Kobe. oh sorry go for it chris okay i'll yeah. go uh mine was why forgetting to get the chicken out of the freezer ruined my parents entire day why uh, yeah. you know like always they text that's actually you, a good hey, one can you pull the yeah that's pull something one. out of the freezer for me and then they get home at five o'clock and it's not oh yeah there's actually a i think it's a Stephen he skit about that i'll have to i'll find i'll send it to you guys i'll link through to it but yeah the whole did you take the free the the chicken out? It's like why why is it still cold? Why is it all wet? <laughs> Did you just try to run hot water? Why over is it, it? warm? Yeah. Was it in the microwave? <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. What's yours, Chris? Mine was we have food at home. It's like, but no, I want to go out. Like, yeah, <laughs> going out to eat is pretty dang expensive, especially when you have like a family of four. Yeah. And you just threw a bunch of it away. I still would have yes. ate that somehow. Yeah, so I went through round one of eating stuff that we saved from the fridge. So far, no stomach issues. So crossing my fingers here that the food we did save is still good. You know, your max thing should have was like back in the, like our yeah. great ancestors used to eat raw meat off of a bone, and you're over here worried about some spoiled cheese. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheese. I thought that my milk, fingers were okay. That milk was warm. I was not gonna. Well, mil- it it comes out the milk. faucet warm. Yeah. You know that, right? <laughs> right from the teeth. It's not ice cold. <laughs> oh, this is gonna get weird. Let's keep it going. Yeah. yeah. So my second one would be choosing your battles. I think definitely being right all the time and fighting every battle to win. I think there's definitely something to be said about choosing your battles and choosing wisely. And even if you win, you can still lose. I think that's something that I've learned with age. I still haven't learned that one. I'm competitive and I love a good fight. (laughs) I'm stupid. (laughs) I am 45 years old and I still like a good fight. Yeah, well, being your size and stature, you could probably win most of those unlike the three of us here. No, not not when you're fighting with a loved one, you know. No, but Brian Brian on a customer call, he'll he'll let you know where he stands. So No, that's wrong. You're wrong. We actually had somebody you know, here that called the customer stupid once and he got a talking to from his manager that you can't call a customer stupid, especially to their face. Uh, who's that one architect that we had? He was he was he was really good. Uh, I won't out him, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he would do. He, in fact, I think he did it. He didn't do it at the his previous customer, but yeah, you know. But I think every once in a while, you, you have to challenge people like that. Yeah, and you're not really I calling remember. them stupid. This is the idea is stupid. It's true. Like a, a common way this person would act is like you could design it that way. You know, I wouldn't design it that way. I wouldn't do it a dumb way. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that little backhanded them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with uh, with Glenn on the, the the parenting stuff. Like our daughters talk a little bit more about having families. I'm like, yeah, just you wait. You'll 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 see it. The other one that's more recent, and maybe Glenn, you can uh, relate to this, is the the heartbreak stuff. But I love them, Daddy. I'm like, shut up. Like, this is so stupid. <laughs> like you guys held hands, and that's it. Like that is not. Well, at least like, you hope that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna roast anybody today. But you know what I'm saying? Like that that's this one one of those things. But yeah. uh I think I heard on the Rogan podcast and it, it gave me a little bit of perspective and it's like the uh 
the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. So if the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the boy that you really liked, right? Stop holding hands with you. That's, that's literally the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Now, if the worst thing that's ever happened to you is that you're in Iraq and like your best friend's head is blown off, right? Like that sucks. But at the same time, it's just whatever the worst thing is, like if you have nothing to compare it to, that's what you have to do it. Mm. So trying to find sympathy uh, in those moments has, has been challenging, but understanding that has made it a little bit easier on me. It's all relative. Always. Scale. Yeah, on the parenting what about friendships? Something, yeah, some, something somebody told us a while ago is like the days go by slow, the years go by fast, which is true. I think every going through the day-to-day stuff of being a parent definitely can drag on you, but you, know, you just wake up and it's like, wow, they're they're already in high school. Wow, they're already you know, going off with their friends and leaving home. That's what they, people have told me. Well, to, to go with that as well, it's like time is wasted on the young. And boy, mm-hmm. man, I wasted a lot of time when I was young. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. How do you guys feel about forgiveness? What, forgive and forget? Or you can forgive, but you can never forget? those things no just like holding on to a grudge like if you feel like you're really right on something no and damn it you I'm... hold on to it for like three years and you don't talk to your mom and now she's about to die and you're like ah maybe i should have i'm gonna hold on to that thing not done that because i hate yeah. I, I think hate that's them. a yeah. that's an it depends yeah there's something sort of they say yep i forgive i don't forget yeah, yeah. i don't think you have to forget but i do Never. think like holding on to stuff for an extended amount of time is really unhealthy and I yeah. say that from a, never... from a place of doing that all the time. Unless your brother's a jack wang, then you just don't forgive him at all. <laughs> yeah, we don't like that guy. <laughs> Come to Arizona, bro. Come to Arizona. <laughs> I got Glenn's back. <laughs> you're, you're saying Kobe? Oh, I was just going to say that you're never promised tomorrow. You know, that definitely is something that sticks with me. That's why I buy Powerball. You know? <laughs> can't, can't spend it in heaven. Might as well just blow it all on Powerball. Uh, go to Vegas. Still That's waiting right. for that jackpot. Thank you. Yeah. This, oh, this episode's actually going to drop after the Super Bowl. But yeah, go, go Niners. Ooh, predictions. Super Bowl. Let's go. So yeah, we got 49ers. I say, what you... I say Niners by four. Mm. I think it's going to be like a 28-29 thing. It's going to be really close. I hope so, anyways. If it doesn't go that way, it'll be very far apart. Like, it'll be yeah, a blowout. Like the Niners' offense will fall apart. Yeah. It'll be a blowout. Yeah. Is it going to be post-halftime, though, like the last one? It's always post-halftime for the Niners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I think I think the Niners are going to pull it out. At least I want them to. I, I haven't looked at the, the, the betting lines yet, but I'm 100% sure Purdy's going to throw at least one pick. So I'm going to put some money on that. Even though I want them to win, I think it, it just inexperience. Yeah. He's going to do it. Yeah, That's almost guaranteed, and, yeah. And then I, I won a high-scoring game. So I'm going to put the money on, a, on an over of 80-plus points or something just for the hell of it. Oh, just because wow. mm. it's fun. And then last year, I did have some money on someone running a uh, kick return for a touchdown. And that was like the highlight of the entire game because I think it actually like it's never happened before. The dude was like hauling butt and got to like the six yard line, and I think he actually slowed down on purpose for like time management on the clock. I double checked, but he didn't, he didn't make it in. But it was it would have been like a thirty five hundred dollar oh, wow. payout. Yeah, like, they did it. Yeah, yeah. got That would have been fun. It's because Brian doesn't have California taxes, so he can just blow it all on sports. That's right, game. exactly. Yeah. Doesn't have no concept of that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be painful. I feel bad for you. All right, by the way, are you yes, are you I buying or renting, bud? Renting. Renting. Ah, uh, look at that that snark. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. In a year, you'll be able to transfer know. to a different team, and then you can just move somewhere where you can harvest all of your wealth and Back buy a into mansion. This house. Back or in Arizona. Move to Austin. Who knows? Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. Well, we continue to get great comments about our dad joke of the week. Dad joke of the week. This week, our guest Kobe is up. So hopefully this one wasn't said, but uh, hey, Brian, why did the whale blush? Why? Because it saw the ocean's bottom. 
<laughs> that's a that's adorable. That's a toddler. That's you have a, a daughter, dad joke. Wah, yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> is that one for your daughter? Do you have a daughter? Or do you have a? Yes. Do you have a son? Okay. I don't that have is, any kids. No kids. Oh, few future kids. No kids. He's already Dual got the dad income, jokes no locked kids. and loaded. Right. To my future kids. Yeah. Oh yes. Right. Before right. you guys, yeah. before you have kids, let's make sure we sit down and talk. <laughs> okay. Deal. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Why should you be real, happy? Real. Go ahead and have kids. Why should you be happy? This, <laughs> this is terrible. So this this weekend, my uh, my brother in law. I actually married him and his his wife uh, at at you our house. We did them? like a little yeah ordained whatever. Ordained? Yeah. What? The cloud I'm god can do it all. Yeah. So <laughs> we on. we went around the table and it's just like everyone's like give some advice. Uh, to them and so i was like the last one and I, my advice to them was don't have kids oh, and all four of my kids were looking at me like what, what do you mean dad I'm just, so I'm just kidding but yeah they were all like the the hype going up to every single moment of people getting excited like it's like uh you know take her on a date every night and like everyone's like yeah that's a great idea and then like you know other things like oh always listen and, and be receptive of change yeah be receptive and i'm like don't have kids crickets like you're <laughs> that's, that's, that's such a dmt thing yeah. to say <laughs> yeah not surprised all right all right wrap, wrap things up. up don't connect your toothbrush to the internet or other parts hospitals <laughs> <laughs> Hospitals are no longer off limits to ransomware groups. Spyware makers are no longer welcome in America. And we have food at home. That's all I have for this week. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Find us on LinkedIn. Links will be in the description. Follow us on Instagram at Pepcac Podcast. Thank you to all the listeners and subscribers who raised five stars in the iTunes store and Spotify and left us a review. We appreciate you all spreading the word to help grow the show. The best way to find us is search for the Pebcac Podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. My co-host Brian Deach and Glenn Medina and our guest, Kobe Caputo. I'm Chris Louie. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next weekend. As always, have a nice day. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Have a nice day.